Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey, this is BJ. Thanks for listening to our show's podcast. If you're a fan of all things geeky, you should check out my other podcast, BJ Shea's Geek Nation. We have new episodes every day, and you can check it out at BJGeekNation.com. Your driver's license is important so you can get back and forth to work, get your kids to school, and back and forth to daycare. If your license has been suspended because you can't pay your tickets, you can't do any of those things. Let's talk about Chapter 13 bankruptcy. You may have heard the tickets cannot be discharged, but they can be dealt with in a Chapter 13 case. Why not come in for a free consultation? The chapter you choose will make all the difference to your getting back legally on the road. Let's design a plan to pay off your tickets and restore your license immediately. I'm attorney Travis Gagné. Please contact me today at choosetherightchapter.com. That's choosetherightchapter.com. 99.9 KISW, The Rock of Seattle. Hugh Jackman, you know that guy. Never heard of him. He was uh, doing an interview and was asked uh, what his funniest day on set was. And he shared a story about a time that he accidentally stabbed a stunt woman with a wolverine claw. I stabbed a stunt double with my, one of the claws. Now, to be fair, it was, it was not my fault. But regardless, one of the claws went directly straight into the arm of this woman. Of course, I was horrified. And then she grabbed and she ripped it out. There's blood pouring out. And she holds up her arm like this. She goes, I've been stabbed by Wolverine. <laughs> that would be Vicky. Yeah. yeah. She'd be so excited. Just shows like, that just shows the mentality of a stunned person. Like, you know, some people are like, you son of a bitch, you just stabbed me with that. And they're thinking, this is hilarious. I really am so shocked that those those claws were real enough that they could stab somebody. That's the shocking part of that story. I thought they just looked or they used CGI. I didn't know we actually had something that literally could stab somebody. Well, what if they had like a scene where like you had to do something where you needed to use them? That wasn't obviously on the person, but just. Yeah, I, I, I just thought it was all special effects, smoke yeah. and mirrors and like rubber. I thought those were probably rubber if they had anything on him like that. I. Wow, he li- man, dude. Well, and he said that it wasn't his fault. I'm like, how is it not your fault? I mean, maybe she ran into him or something. Like, yeah, yeah you know I, what I mean. I like, know. was too aggressive or? Yeah, and it was. I mean, obviously, he must have had a good laugh because he's laughing rather oh, yeah. maniacally about stabbing someone. I mean, she made it. I guess made it, it, it to be okay, you know, by saying, "Hey, I got stabbed by Wolverine." But I, yeah, I, that- I, I don't know if I'd be laughing like about something like that. 
I'd be horrified, like, oh, my God. And then when she pulls it out and I'm seeing all the blood, I probably would have passed out. I would have passed out. <laughs> oh, man. That, uh, we have to fire you as Wolverine. We can't have Wolverine passing out. Yeah, I'd be done. That would be, that would be, they'd be like, okay, need a new actor. Yeah, Wolverine That's can't it. be a wimp. Damn. Come on. Wow, uh, it is it is amazing. I guess I I, I it's just all the different th- these stunt people, man. The way they put themselves in situations where you got to have that adrenaline rush. Mm-hmm. You, you just it's a different kind of human being. It's not me. I have, I have a couple of friends that would do some stunt stuff, and it is pretty insane. Like some of the stuff that they do, and just the the, the, the toll that it takes on their body. But they just love it. Like it's an extreme yeah. performance for them, but such a thankless performance because when you watch it on. The big screen, like, yeah, they could be like, that was me. But you're thinking it's insert yeah. actor Angelina Jolie that's doing it or something. Mm-hmm. I don't know why she's the first person I thought of, but, you know. Yeah. Like, I, I, I think, like, Laura Croft or, like, Tomb Raider type stuff. There was some me. There's a meme I just recently saw with uh, the the woman that played uh, Hermione in Harry Potter, and I think there were like three other girls dressed just like her with similar hair. There's like they're, like she had multiple stunt people for her in those movies. And you're right, Steve. It's like you 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 can't even say that. Oh, I was the stunt double for Hermione because there were so many of them. Which one were you? Was that actually you in that scene anyway? Oh, that is pretty funny. Yeah, I'm seeing the picture of that right now. Yeah, that's and trippy. Some- Imagine yeah, being like Hermione and you're watching like all these people do these crazy stunts and they kind of look like you. That would be kind of like a surreal thing to watch. Yeah. You watch that picture though, like any one of those girls you feel like could have been Hermione. It's not, you know what I mean? It's, 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 they all look like, like if you said to me and I didn't know the movie, pick the actor and then pick the stunt people, I'd be like, I don't know. They all look very similar. I, I don't know who is actually the star of this movie. It's funny too because a lot of time on set, like they, so stunt doubles obviously are a thing, but like they also just have like the stand in people that kind of look like them right. or don't because and they're the ones that like well they get the lighting right and they they go and stand on set and then they bring in the actors for the actual scene but it's so funny to see how different they actually look or like kind of like them yeah. they look and it's like that's weird it's, it's kind of a trip yeah can you imagine that being your your job like you don't get any credit for the movie he just goes stand there until they say action and then you have to get off the set right like oh you were in a movie well kind of what did you do oh, you know, I'm about Tom Cruise's height, so I just stood there uncomfortably so they could get the scene set up for him, and then I walked away, and then he took all the glory. Yeah. I could I could have been Crispin Glover's guy, you know, in Back oh, to the Future. Have, yeah, yeah, I really could have been. Oh, I, I could even go, you know, I mean, How I just didn't get just, that job. I I should have had that job. They would have looked at me and gone, "Oh, here's the perfect guy to stand in for Crispin Glover." But what if you're not the same height? Like you probably have to be the exact oh, same yeah, height. Like, right. Just because I, you have the same look. Yeah. yeah, I'd stand on a box then. I guess they give me something, right? The whole acting world is so because yeah. I, oh, I, I, I oh we forgot Danny is an actor because he was an oh I forgot he's got more acting experience than any of us. On yeah, the show. that's true. All right, he I was forgot. in uh, John Mayer's band. Yeah, <laughs> I forgot about that. It was okay. not John Mayer. It was uh, oh God, I'm not going to remember his name now that you said John Mayer. Ah, <laughs> uh, you're beautiful. That Drop guy. James, James, James Blunt. Blunt. Thank you. James same Blunt. Difference. Yeah, same. same. John Mayer, James Blunt. <laughs> yeah. No, but it's guys just a- that write little songs for people that take their clothes off too. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. No, I, I mean you get I'm the job. Job. There's no. just there's so many that you just like so many jobs in acting that pay minimum wage, and you just go and stand there for 16 hours, and it's like, but all the people are are really trying to get into movies. Like they're it's all a bunch of wannabe actors, and right. they're they're all fighting with each other about different. It's 
It's like, guys, you guys have a... You're not even in the movie. Like, what are you doing? And, and stay away from catering. Like, yeah. We don't need... Oh, yeah. <laughs> you cannot go near the catering. I would love to know really? the percentage of those folks that actually make it in movies. Oh, like, you know, like, like, I wonder what percentage it is it's, because it feels like it's no chance. It's got to be below 2%. It has to be. I mean, maybe every once in a while you get a story of, like, a big-name actor is like, I was once an extra in a film, but... Yeah. So do they have catering for the extras, or are you just like, no, you're on your own? They have two different. They have two different lines. And right. it's like the catering line with the good food is yeah. that's only for the main actors. You have to have a certain badge. For the extras, it's kind of just like, oh, you get peanut butter and jelly sandwiches that day. And I, I didn't know you would be in. I would, I would be so fired up if I got like, Even like when I did the AW thing. You know, as, as being like extras in the, that could potentially be used, and luckily all of us, for the most part, were used in some way, shape, or form. But they were they made it a point to like, look, guys, you're more than happy to have the catering, but do us a solid and wait until like the the actual like you know the, the star wrestlers and stuff. Like, let them go and do, let them get the pick of the food mm-hmm. first, and then you guys could come in and grab everything. And they made so much food that it didn't matter. But it was just like, you just kind of like hovered around. You're like, I think all the wrestlers have gotten their food. <laughs> I think it's okay now for me to go in there and kind of like, you know, grab the the vegan uh, grilled cheese sandwich that they had, which was phenomenal. <laughs> it's nice when you like go to an event where it's like, all like there's like a bunch of people who are also like eating plant-based stuff. So I was like, oh man, there's some options for me. Thank you, Daniel Bryan. Or Brian <laughs> See, Yeah, look at Brian Danison you know, right. doing you a solid. Oh, yeah. I wanted to. I, I, I wasn't going to bug him. That would have been pretty funny, though. Hey, thanks to you. I got a pretty awesome <laughs> grilled cheese sandwich. Everybody's going up to love your wrestling, love what you've right. done, love your career. Dude, thank you for the plants. Yeah, right? <laughs> he probably would have been fired up to talk about that more than wrestling, though. Probably right. Yeah. Hey, who do you think was picked as the most highly regarded celebrity uh, besides me, of course. Who do you think was picked as the most highly regarded celebrity? You, Mister. I'm a celebrity. Yeah, I'm just saying. You know, I, I, I want to make it a little mysterious. It wasn't me. Uh, I'll tell you at eight seventeen on the Rock. BJ and Migs mornings on the Rock ninety nine point nine KISW. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, You call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today.
99.9 KISW, The Rock of Seattle. BuzzFeed has put out a new poll where they said, okay, here's 50 celebrities we want to know. Do you have a positive or negative opinion of them at the moment? And with this research, we found basically who are the top celebrities, who are people have a great regard for. And unfortunately, at least out of the 50, uh, who people have a negative regard for. And the person that's at the bottom is really sad for me because I've always liked this guy, uh, you know, from stuff that he did before a lot of people got to know him as who he is today. Oh. Oh, that's interesting. Um, I knew it, BJ. Yeah, we. You know, I'm looking on the list. I'm trying to see if he's on here really quickly. I can't see if he was named. To be honest, Steve. No, I, not in the top ten. It doesn't look like no. Yeah. So uh, or to, or the bottom five. I will say this. I feel like the average American, they, I don't think they got any bones to pick with The Rock. I think they should be okay with him. He, no, he's only, done fun uh, movies, and he does nice stuff on the Internet. I mean, honestly, I give him a hard time, but I can't imagine people hate the dude. Only a miserable, evil man can dislike The Rock. Mm-hmm. All right, I'll take that. <laughs> I'll take that character. I'll be that jabroni. Um, but I do think that there's probably, maybe a few years ago, he would be a top tenner. But I do think there are some people like yourself that, I know you goof about it, but like there are probably some people that just get kind of fed up with like the goody two-shoe stuff and the, 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 the motivational stuff, which I appreciate and I enjoy. But like some people are just like, enough with this good stuff. And also, if you're selling a product, I think yeah. that does hurt you eventually. I, yeah. I, I just do. When it, you know, because not every celebrity does that. They just don't have a product to sell that or you know of. And The Rock, you definitely know he has a product to sell. He is definitely from a wrestling mind. Said of you know constantly putting himself over and, and 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 making sure people know what he's he's all about. You're right. There are some people that probably don't want to hear about Terramana or the energy drink or the XFL or I don't know what else he's doing. But I'm sure there's a few other things. Well, he's doing see. a lot, isn't he? Man, the guy is doing a lot. They want him to run for president. I mean, you the can't television argue. show. Yeah, movies. I mean he's he's a smart guy because you take a look at people who have stayed current. Uh, I will give you number two. It is amazing. Uh, and she's recently come back. I, you know, a lot of people have a lot of love for her. Uh, Seth MacFarlane has a lot of love for her. Also, Grace and Frankie had a lot of love for her in their last uh, series finale episode. Uh, and, um, and, you know, she's, uh, and she reluctantly took a, a, a nomination into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. And oh, Dolly so, Parton. Dolly Parton. Yeah, I, I was like, I don't know who Grace and Frankie are, so. Yeah, well, I was throwing a lot of different things out there. Uh, that's Jane. And the reason I brought up Grace and Frankie is that Jane Fonda and Lily Tomlin and Dolly Parton started nine to five, and they had a reunion for the finale of the Grace and Frankie show that Lily and, uh, Jane are in. Um, and, uh, Seth MacFarlane put him in the, uh, the latest series season of the Orville, they made a whole lore for this alien bee- race of people where they worship Dolly Parton. <laughs> so I mean, it's you know, so there's a lot of love for Dolly. I mean, and she's done really awesome she stuff. Yeah, she's got her uh, library where she will send out like free books to children up to the age of five, from birth to the age of five, no matter the person's income, for free because she wants everyone to be able to read and have access to books. Well, she's and got it's a hell of a amusement park. She's yeah. got Dollywood. Oh, I mean, it's it's a hell of a career i mean you know she started when women were you know they had no chance to really have a brand of their own and somehow she figured that out and uh, you know she she teamed up uh porter wagner was what i think was when she first started out in music and uh you know was was with that guy and then eventually became who she is 95 percent of the people that commented on dolly parton were positive 
So the 5% of the people not a big fan of Dolly, but 95% yes. How have we not been to Dollywood yet? Right. We need to plan some kind of an event. My girlfriend yeah. went there last year. What? what? Yeah, last summer. That was Damn like their Linda. big. That was their big uh, vacation that they went. Did she to. stay in the lodge and resort as well? Yes. Oh my Ooh. gosh. Yeah, she 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 said it was awesome. She said it, she thought it was better than Disney. Really? Yeah. Is it fun for kids? Yeah. Oh man, I might have to make this happen, BJ. I'm going to tell you, number one or two people. How about there were two people tied? For number one, Dolly's as far as this breasts. list of people that are the most, uh, well, who would you say, Steve? Dolly's breasts. Nah. They came ahead of Dolly. Yeah. Lady! No. <laughs> I'll give you a clue. Tom Alex, uh, Alex Winter and Arnold Schwarzenegger are not going to be happy that these two are on the list. Oh, Keanu Reeves and Danny DeVito. There we go. Congratulations. There you go. <laughs> Danny's like, how did you even get that? I don't even know what the reference was. So, well, like, I knew Alex Winter was Keanu Reeves, but I'm like, Arnold Schwarzenegger? I was thinking Sylvester Stallone. Oh, uh, well, well, yeah, but Danny DeVito's Danny, way more likable yeah, than that's Sly what, Stallone. Yeah. I was confused by that. No, he's yeah. a sweet, sweet man. I want to meet him one day. I've met him. How was he? Incredible. Oh, Everything you'd hope. I mean, granted, it was a very brief meeting, but it was, um, man, was it uh, Man on the Moon, the movie? The oh, Andy, oh Andy really? Kaufman movie. Oh, I, f- I forgot Danny was in that. Honestly, until this very moment, I did as well. But I remember being there for like this whole media thing, and he was there as well. And I went up to him and said hi, and he couldn't have been nicer. And then I, of course, probably did the boneheaded thing of making somebody feel old because I'm like you're my dad's favorite celebrity oh yeah people that don't like they don't like that he didn't care he thought that was awesome he's like what do you want me to sign for your dad and I had like a little book about like Man on the Moon like info book I didn't have much I was I'm not an autograph collector so I I wasn't like prepared with like 8 by 10s I'm like well I got this and he wrote like something really nice to my dad, and and dude, it was awesome. It couldn't have it couldn't have gone better. And I could have made it really awkward by being like, "You're my dad's favorite celebrity," not even my, you know what I mean? Like I was just like, yeah, I just got kind of starstruck because I do like him as well. It wasn't like as if I didn't like him. I just I know my dad grew up loving like Taxi and and stuff. Danny DeVito is like one of the funniest guys in the world. So that was like one of those moments where I came back and got that from my dad. And he was kind of that's one of those things where he's like, "I'm impressed by this. This is cool." Yeah, Danny. I mean, Danny DeVito again. Another amazing career where he still stays relevant. Uh, it's it's unbelievable how how long his, how long his career is. And like Dolly, Keanu, Keanu is a guy where I don't think anybody's ever going to say he's a terrific actor. But because of what he does off screen, which nobody really knew about until recently, and more and more comes out. Yeah, and and he also has done great movies. It's yeah. just his. I don't know if his acting is the reason why those movies are great, or just the right combination of action who knows but he's a great action film star i mean well action two amazing film stars don't need to say much but their franchises are you know i don't i think of arnold and arnold didn't have franchises you know maybe the terminator i guess you could say was a, a good franchise for arnold oh, that's but funny i thought you were about to like kind of make, make an ab comparison I'm like that's a great comparison <laughs> you're going down the other road of it yeah, I was trying Terminator, to... Terminator, yeah. he didn't talk much, and he was yeah. a great action film star. Yes, he was. Yeah, he was. And, and, and the Terminator was a great franchise. I guess, you know what, they're probably very similar, because I imagine you could also say that about um, Predator. So, yeah, I, I think now I'm, I'm defeating my own argument. I think they're very similar, <laughs> Arnold and, and uh, Keanu. Yeah. 
All right, so and, I'm and glad he, the two of you can work it out. I worked this out in my brain because <laughs> yeah. because the Matrix and John Wick are amazingly successful franchises for action movies. And Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. That's a great well, franchise. Is, is that an action movie? I, mean, I don't know. They, yeah. get, they get action. Yeah. Hey, they, I don't mean they. Oh, they get action. Number three on the list is a guy that actually does sell stuff, but he's not. I, maybe he's not as aggressive as um as uh, the as the Rock, Richard Simmons. <laughs> wow. Has anybody even thought of that guy? You just no, of course. But now is the time that we should. Now is the time. Uh, this guy is um, definitely, we love him. And uh, it doesn't seem like he, even though he seems like he's playing the same character all the time now, uh, which is some version of Deadpool. Ryan Reynolds, number three. Ninety-two uh, percent of the people love Ryan Reynolds. He's got his own tequila, is it? No, it's gin, gin. aviation gin. gin, and then he's also the owner of Mint Mobile. So when you're on YouTube, there's always a bunch of those ads, but they're always really funny because he has like his mom come in, his sister-in-law. It's yeah. a cheaper like phone uh, plan system thing. But so uh, these are these are the celebrities that are most liked. And Steve, uh, I think Ryan Reynolds. I wonder if he's number three. Because of who is number four that people like so much. Who is number four? So Ryan Reynolds. I'm trying to think of like who's connected to Ryan Reynolds. Oh, you, Jackman. You, 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 Steve. There you go. You called it. Who's connected Blake to Ryan Lively. Reynolds? There Blake we go. <laughs> That's it. What? Yeah. Really? Yes. I mean, Hugh I mean, Jackman. <laughs> yeah, but I, well, look, if the two of them are physically connected the way Blake Lively and Ryan Reynolds are, well, congratulations to that threesome. Blake Lively's on the top of many lists, I'd imagine. Yeah. yeah, how about Blake Lively's number four on this list of likable celebrities? Honestly, though, like, uh, yes, yeah, she's super hot. And the, the scene in the town is one of, still one of my favorite, like, you know, like, sexy scenes. But... I never really hear any negative things about it. like she's never like really doing anything that puts her in a bad light. And they're I, a Hollywood I don't pay couple. Attention to it, but you know, like I don't I see never, her on like yeah. Instagram or social media putting her foot in her mouth. And I never have. Heard, I don't hear much about her. Period. No, so she, like, just, yeah, she just, she just, way, yeah. just shows up in movies and does a good job, and yeah. then and then disappears again. Although and I think yeah, and yeah, she she's, she made news recently because she posted. I think it was like an Instagram story where it's like I bought ESPN today just to watch my husband experience crippling anxiety live. Worth it. Where Rick is oh, so she's trolling her man? She Even always trolls oh, yeah, yeah, troll each other. Yeah. I think that's what yeah. makes her likable. That must be it, yeah, because I, I'm i like you guys. I, I She does stuff and then she's gone, but apparently, you know, on social media, she's fun, and it got her to number four on the likable celebrity list. Oh, someone texted in about uh, Dolly Parton, who came in at number two on this, and said, I, I used to work at Dollywood, and I got to meet Dolly one time. Super nice woman. I love working in that park. Nice. Oh, so it's a great place to work, too. Yeah, it is odd how we have not been there. Uh, is it Nashville area? Is that where it's? Tennessee. So, yeah, I, I don't okay. know where in Tennessee it is. but It must have been, too. We, we had that morning show convention in Nashville, and you feel like we would have gone to Dollywood if it was close enough, but maybe it wasn't. Yeah, I'm really you, disappointed in myself. Pigeon Forge, Tennessee. How far is that from Nashville, Danny? Yeah, that's a great question. All right. <laughs> yeah, you know, just know. The, the next time I'm in Nashville, you know, I've got to go to Pigeon Forge. I'm not opposed to just making a trip to go to Pigeon uh, Forge. Tennessee. I might be opposed. I, I'm telling you, my my girl says it was amazing. Like really? Yeah. She again. She Dude, said it was I'm, better than Disney. I'm looking at the better rides. than Disney. The rides look super fun. They got oh, a water rides, park yeah. and everything. Okay. All right, Dolly. I see you. Okay. Number five is a tie of the best, uh, most likable celebrities. That's Chris Evans and George Clooney, both ninety uh, percent positive, and that's Captain America and, of course, George Clooney. George Clooney. Who is <laughs> yeah. Captain America? Yeah. He's the real-life Captain America. <laughs> All right, uh, so let's go to the flip side. I'll give you the bottom five. Ooh, These I are the people that people hate. 
Well, Pete Davidson's on my good side now, so I, I wouldn't. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Pete's not up. Pete didn't make the list either yeah, I way. I like Pete now, so I'm okay yeah. with him, especially after the last movie I watched. Oh, I, I Want You Back? Yeah. He was good in that. He actually did a good job Freaking in awesome in that. Yeah. Laugh out loud funny. Yeah, there was there was some good stuff in that. Oh, um, I'll give you a clue. The top two are people that are gigantic business successes in the world of technology. Elon Musk. Oh, Elon Musk, yes. Tied for number two with somebody else that we know locally and oh, probably people hate oh, locally. Tom from MySpace. <laughs> Tom's local? I don't know, but he left us. <laughs> yeah, no, this is Elon Musk uh, yeah. tied number two with somebody local who... Someone who looks like Steve? Yes. <laughs> Jeff Bezos. There we go. Oh. Uh, yeah. Everybody, everybody, 91% of the people Just hate Elon and Jeff Bezos. Both bald and massively successful. <laughs> Doesn't mean... <laughs> That we look alike. I was uh, like, Steve does not look like Bill Gates, Vicky. Uh, I was going off of yeah. what people yell no, at at wrestling at events. Every wrestling event. No. So imagine I'm not this. The only one. F Jeff Bezos. Like, I don't care. Like, so <laughs> imagine cool. that Elon and Jeff tied for number two. Who could beat them out for number one most hated celebrity? Ooh. You know, you know this person. I'm not, I know. And it's a tech person, too, or is it Yes, not sir. Tech? Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. Mark Cuban? Mark no, Cuban? <laughs> Mark Cuban. I don't like, know. You, you know what? You I have like a Mark big Cuban. party at your house with random celebrities that you pull out. I want to be at your party with Richard Simmons, Mark Cuban, probably some of the Golden Girls. He's you just pull out some people. Guy? Yeah, he's not Zuckerberg. as big as... There we go. Yes, I mean, you know... Look, nothing against Mark Cuban, but he's no Mark Zuckerberg. No. Yeah. No. I mean, you know. Mark Cuban's, I think, likable-ish. 94% of the people hate Mark Zuckerberg. And yeah, I think people like Mark Cuban. At least when I see him on Shark Tank, he actually is a pretty decent dude That I, when all the episodes I've watched. He's in between Mr. Wonderful and Robert Zababadiboop, whatever his name is, and, and Lori. They, like, like, he seems like he's got a heart. And he does get after Mr. Wonderful for being a, he used to a be D sometimes. Way back in the day, before all the Shark Tank stuff, but like when he was just like known as like the, the that rich tech guy that bought the Mavericks, he, I would email him. Somehow I got his email, and he would always email me back. Like he'd come on the show for like the dumbest reasons. Like he was, it was because he was, cool. he was on some reality show. I can't remember, but he was like a judge on some reality show. Oh, he's a smart Shark man. Tank. But like, yeah. yeah, he was always like, he'd get back to me pretty quickly. And I'm like, this is so weird. Like, this guy's yeah. like a ma- multi, multi, multi millionaire. And I started asking for money and he stopped responding. That's oh, yeah. when, yeah, yeah, that's when it ends. He's worth $4.6 billion, Mark oh. Cuban. Wow. I wonder if his net worth just gets, goes up and down as badly as mine. <laughs> it's $4.6 billion is nice. Uh, Ellen DeGeneres and Adam Levine both tied for number three most hated celebrities. Oh. Well, Ellen, I think because of all the stuff that the, the the rumors of her and how she was in the workplace. Oh, I thought it was because she kept offering free prizes to our listeners. Is why. <laughs> oh, that's. <laughs> you know what? She's she's going to go up now for that. Yeah, yeah. yeah, that's a good point. And Levine was it because he was say kind of like doing he, chicks on the side? He or? was yeah. sexting other women and stuff, oh, and now his uh, partner, okay. while part, his partner was pregnant or something like that. It got that's real right, creepy. People would take the the screenshot of his 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 text exchanges and then replace it with like. Pictures of themselves, like yeah, because it was like him, like being like, "You are so hot as f," and blah blah blah. Meh. It's not going well for the Jenner family. It looks like tied for number four were all Kardashian Jenners, Kylie, Kim, and Chris. Like they're all just like uh, not doing so well. They are never on my thoughts. Like never in my thoughts. I never well, think about the Kardashians. I know it's fun to make fun of them. 
Like they, they they just do not like I don't care like whatever. Think about like, this. They're massively successful. Congratulations. Yeah. Do we agree that Kim Card like this whole Kardashian you know, Kardashian empire started because of the sex tape? Do we agree that that was a flashpoint for basically what allowed that, them to you know p- p- you know you know catalyze their their great success, which they've deserved. They've done a lot of great business stuff, but wasn't it that sex tape that did it? I think the sex tape definitely helped be- make Kim Kardashian into a household name. And do become a pop culture figure. Like I think she was. Uh, who knows what the future would have held had that not been there? I like. I'd, I'd imagine that they'd be just as successful, but who knows? And it's amazing to me because I just watched the Pamela Anderson documentary on Netflix, and she went the other direction. You know, Kim Kardashian. You know, I, I definitely the the sex tape helped her career, whereas the sex tape ruined Pamela Anderson's career. Yeah, well, she had to pave the way for all the other women that had good sex tapes. Like Paris I know, Hulton dude. You're right. Kim Kardashian. I mean, oh, dude, yeah. It's 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 real. I, I think of both their stories and think of how you know Kim's created an empire and and pretty much is self sustainable. And again, I don't know if you can believe everything from Pamela's own documentary. But how was the documentary? It was great. Really, it, it was great, gr- dude. I have to tell you, you agree. Yeah, uh, yeah, it was great. It was, and Danny said, How long is this thing? It's two, like almost two hours. Yeah, it's long. But like to me, it's compelling. I honestly uh, it, don't think Steve would be able to sit through it. I think Steve yeah, would sleep on it. Yeah, it's, it's, the reason I loved it is because I just kept pausing it and really talking with my wife about the fact that she needs some deep therapy and I don't know if she's getting it. Oh, um, hard pass. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I know, Steve. <laughs> I, 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 that's why I feel like I think Danny's oh, no, no, right. No. I do He's spot when, on. Where you watch the neighborhood and sometimes I have to pause and like Cedric the entertainer. He needs some therapy. Yeah, <laughs> the way that he just gets so worked up over things. But I want to. I would like to say this. It's on Netflix. It's Pam, it's Pam Anderson, a love story. And Danny, I wonder if you caught this. You you didn't see Pam and Tommy, right, Danny? I like half. Of it. I got bored. Of yeah. That. Well. Um, Here's the thing. The Pam and Tommy story, as much as anybody wants to say anything, is based on an investigative article that was published in the Rolling Stone back in 2014. And I read that article. And so the, 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 the Pam and Tommy Hulu show basically does tell you everything that that article told you, that there was a real dude who actually, you know, was pissed off at Tommy Lee and stole the safe. And inside the safe was the sex tape. Uh, so that is confirmed by an investigative reporter published in the Rolling Stone. Pam and Tommy tells that story. Pamela Anderson, in and Danny, I didn't realize this. This documentary was done before Hulu released the Pam and Tommy show, so maybe she knew they were going to do something, but she had she hadn't seen the show, hadn't done anything. And Steve, the the, the cool the, the bizarre thing was is that the beginning of this Pam documentary, she was married to a dude, and she said, "I don't know. I figured I'd try marrying a regular guy. Maybe that'll work." At the end of the documentary, she divorces that same dude. Like, it's a guy you and I don't even know. It's just another husband. Yeah. And her kids, her adult kids are in there, Tommy's kids as well. And it's kind of painful to see them have to just navigate this relationship between their father, Tommy Lee, their mother, who obviously has deep issues. But the fascinating thing was, in the documentary, Pamela said, in the middle of it, I don't know who stole the tape. And she said that in the middle of her documentary. At the end of the documentary, she's on the phone with one of her sons. He says, Mom, I just watched the first two episodes of Pam and Tommy. They said, Mom, that Dad pissed off a contractor and didn't pay the guy and stole his tools. And that's why the tape was stolen. And Pamela just sits there on the phone. She says, oh, my God, I didn't want you kids to watch that. I didn't want you to know anything. She says, I don't know what to tell you. I have to process this. 
And that's the last thing they say about that on the on that documentary that Pamela did. Mm-hmm. They don't say anything else. And I said to my wife, I'm like, they didn't have to put that in the documentary. If she wanted to protect Tommy, which for the most part in the documentary she did, they wouldn't have put that in because she didn't refute it. But she acted as though this was the first time she heard that Tommy Lee, he, that you know, because she was traveling, doing Baywatch, doing all her stuff. That whole thing where he had the interaction allegedly with the contractors, she may not have been around for and therefore didn't know that that might have been the catalyst to why somebody broke in their home, stole a safe, and then released that sex tape. Which I thought, wow, she left that in her own documentary so that Tommy would have to maybe answer questions about that. She just left that in there. She didn't say anything, but she left it in there. This gets me thinking, though, about like, what would it be like to be the kids? Of oh. Pam Anderson and Tommy Lee, like it's got to be such a, a weird mind death. Like, yeah, you're you're financially probably set for life. Like, you that between the two of them, they have enough money, but your parents are completely yeah. out of their minds. And so, oh. yeah, almost have to be the mature one in the family, probably at a young age. I mean, we even heard some of those interview clips with like some of their one of their kids, and it seemed like he's got his crap together. Yeah, you're probably forced to because you're just like my parents are out of their minds. Yeah, and she divorces the guy at the end of the her own documentary, basically because she said, "Really, the only man I'll ever love is Tommy." That is so. That was like at the end of the documentary, she's still in love with Tommy, even though she knows she can't be with him. For and she she says why in the documentary. So it's like, oh my! And honestly, when you hear she had some conversations with Tommy over the phone. And you still hear that he cares about her, too, in his own way. Mm-hmm. I really do believe those two love each other. They just, I feel like, man, if they could go to a therapist, they might be actually maybe even get back I mean, together and work through their them. issues. Maybe offer to be their therapist. Yeah, Dude, if go. he ever calls in on the show, I might say that to him. If we ever have, a, you know, he does interviews. If he ever, and we've had him on the show before. I oh, think I'd man. throw it out there. That will be a good one. Set that up, dude. Find a way. I want to talk to Tommy. Tommy, question for you. Do you have a therapist? If not, I have someone for yeah. you. <laughs> Dude, I mean... It's it's that was just wild stuff to think that the worst time of her life may be because Tommy just was Tommy. And 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 she had no idea. She had no idea her husband maybe was the reason why she went through the worst hell of her life. And that was the most fascinating part of her own documentary. But it's on Netflix. That's the only sex tape that she's been in. Well, that particular one. No, I know. I'm that just saying. One, yeah. I mean, it, she had the, what was the thing with Brett Michaels from mm-hmm. Poison. I was that see. before or after Tommy? Do we know? I feel like that might have been before. Really? I oh, I don't. Be well, if that's the case. Getting, I, I might be getting my sex tape uh, in chronological order mixed up. And her my attitude. Apologies to all the sex tape enthusiasts out there. And she said, look, I, I, she said, I tape myself a lot. I, I had a recorder all the time. I love taping myself. And, and her whole attitude was, is I can do tapes of myself, but nobody No, no, gets, I don't disagree. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And so that was the thing. Like it's a like, good athlete. You want to like, evaluate the tape and make sure that your form is good. And, you know, she could have made millions and she never took a dime and she never took any money for that tape. And she could have made millions, maybe even a close to a billion, because I guess they said that sex tape has made about 70 million dollars. Other people have made it. Not her, though. Yeah. Well, I mean, it all started here in the Northwest. It was at that, yeah. that, that guy that, that put it yeah, out first. Seth something or other, maybe. Yeah. Uh, yeah. He but he didn't come off looking good in the, in the interview they did with him for Pam and for the Pamela thing. It's on Netflix anyway. And I, I thought it very, very fascinating. Oh, and oh, you saved me yeah. two hours. Yeah, I did save you two hours. Thanks. Yeah, yeah, I did. You're welcome. <laughs> All right. Uh, yesterday, Steve, he did get this one wrong. Who was the male lead in the 1976 film The Man Who Fell to Earth? I, I don't know. Richard Dreyfus. No. 
Robert De Niro. <laughs> nope. Um, Marlon Brando. No. <laughs> you see, I really want to be at a party at your house because the random celebrities you just pull out, if they all could show up living or dead in your house, it would be great. Richard Simmons, Marlon Brando, Richard. I want to be at that party, Steve. Well, you're not getting an invite. <laughs> oh, whoa. <laughs> I don't need someone coming over telling them all they need to go see a therapist. Well, I mean, I, I promise I won't say that. I got, I've gotten better at parties. We were looking for David Bowie. Uh, that was the original answer. And if you want a shot at beating Steve, you got it. 206-803-ROCK. That is our new number. We'll play Beat Migs at 847 on The Rock. Today's podcast was brought to you by Travis Gagne, bankruptcy attorney. He's here right now and has agreed to answer more of your questions about bankruptcy. Here's another question from a listener. I'm getting my wages garnished. Can bankruptcy help with that? Absolutely. Uh, one of the big reasons people file bankruptcy is because they have a judgment or a lawsuit against them or their wages are getting garnished uh, and so they can't pay their bill, other regular ongoing bills. People sometimes think that you can't file bankruptcy once they have a judgment against them or once a garnishment start, has started, and that's not true. Filing bankruptcy will immediately stop any garnishment that you have going except for child support uh, and stop your creditors from continuing on with garnishments of your bank accounts, your wages, um, and in most cases will discharge that liability uh, through the bankruptcy process. And we can file a bankruptcy case uh, for you usually the day you come in. Thanks, Travis. If you have more questions about bankruptcy, you can reach out to Travis anytime at choosetherightchapter.com. That's choosetherightchapter.com. Thanks for listening. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. Hey.